2: Listening to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series *Sex and the City*. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys.
1: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching. And just like that, and just like that, I'm Corey Cavan.
3: I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber.
0: And how we doing, everyone? Doing doing pretty, pretty. Well, pretty, when in Rome. Pretty, when in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. I don't know. <laughs> when when in Rome referring? what? When in Rome, You're I'm what? doing good.
1: Rome if
0: you want to. <laughs> Rome with the girls. Y- you know why I'm I'm happy? Because there's not just one... Not one Seabra here. There's the whole Seabra clan. There's three seabers here. There's three seabers
3: We got we got me. Mm-hmm. We got baby Mickey. But more importantly, most importantly, we have a Katie. Katie.
2: Hi, everyone. What's up, and Katie? The reason
3: I that we asked Katie to be on the show, this is the first time she's been live with us since we've had the baby, is she has a crazy um, Sex and City-related birth story that I really want her to share with yes. the audience. Yeah, I told some people this story at our live show and they're like, that's crazy. We haven't heard that yet. So share it with everyone. Yeah, we've been, this is, this, is the, this is the first time we've had the three of you on the pod
1: well, and we get to hear it oh, as a family. Mickey's, Mickey's grabbing t- the mic. Mickey's grabbing
2: the mic. He's ready to go. So uh, first off, so glad to be back. Love it. So glad happy, to have you here. Happy to be back. Um, so I, right before Mickey was born, I was so pregnant. Actually, I saw Corey. Can we tell day. that
1: story real quick about <laughs> that? Because I, I was, I think I was the last person of our friend group to see you before you. Well, gave I went birth. out Is that, that night with oh, some friends. Okay, never I mind. I mean, I
2: did not go out partying, but I did go to a bar. Okay, never mind. I had. Wow. One. But you were the last person in the house. In the house. That's that sorry But yeah, you like came in. What did you say?
1: So I came in and this was the day before Mickey was born, but I just knew that you were about to pop and I came into you guys in the downstairs and I heard someone in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and just, and just unannounced, very excitedly, I walked in. I said, "Is there a pregnant lady in here?" And then I popped my head around the corner, and it was your mom.
2: <laughs> she was like, "No, no, not in here." I was like, "Oh,
1: sorry. Hi,
2: hi. Nice, good to see good you, Miss Mitchell, you. Linda." You? <laughs> but we do have a picture of the three of us. And oh my gosh, when I look at that picture, I'm like, "Dear God, I was about to pop."
1: you you're, yeah.
2: But that night, I went out with some friends. And at the bar up the street, because that was about as far as I could waddle. And then I came home and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my old standby. Haven't watched in a while. I'm going to watch Sex and the City. And I was like, I think i want to watch the episode where Miranda has her baby. I feel like that feels timely. That feels right for me. And so I laid down on the couch. And any of you that have been pregnant understand, like, at that point when you're laying down, You literally have to like prop like pillows between your (laughs) knees and it's just Mm -hmm. nothing's comfortable by that point. And so I was like laying there watching the show and we literally, I kid you not, got to the part where Miranda's water broke and all of a sudden I thought, am I peeing myself? (laughs) (laughs) And then it just kept coming and I thought my water is breaking. And, oh my gosh. And just like that. Just like that. My
0: couch was covered in ambiotic fluid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and oh so my I texted John because he was downstairs and I was like, I think my water just broke. Oh. But I think Mickey, he just knew that was very on brand for our family. Yeah. And he just was like, ah, I love Sex and the City. Let me just bust out of here. Oh my gosh. And after he was born one night, John was watching Sex and the City and Mickey literally was like, twisting to try to see the TV. I think he's a Sex and the City fan. I, I don't know is. who his favorite... Is
1: he? He's Brady.
3: <sighs>
2: well, I don't know if I want him to grow up to be Brady. Well, in this, in this new
1: series, yeah. This
2: is a, I'm sorry, Mickey. You don't get to do that in our house. He's got the same haircut as Harry. That's true. <laughs> I mean... I think he's growing up to be an Aiden. But that's just me.
0: Ooh.
2: Mickey. You're gonna work at the
0: furniture store, bud?
2: Are you gonna make your own furniture? Mm-hmm. time will only tell. Let's we'll see, see if Mickey
0: has anything to say. Mickey, what do you think?
2: No. Nope. <laughs> do not microphone. put that in your mouth. You gotta put my mic in his mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Well, he's a wonderful, beautiful, happy little baby. Happy little boy. He is. Love the Mick.
2: He is. He is is. He,
0: is he sleeping well?
2: Well, now he is cuz we hired a sleep trainer. <laughs> Wait, how
1: do you hire a sleep trainer? I um, thought that was we, just I thought it was just like a schedule that you do.
2: Well, I had a schedule that wasn't working and so we had some friends that had worked with a sleep trainer and so we reached out to her and started working with her and she's changed our lives.
3: <laughs> she really got us with her price scheme cuz she was like, "Yeah, it's uh it's $199 a month. And we were like, that's a little bit too much. She's like, or, or you can pay 299 for the whole year and have unlimited access to me for 24. And we were like, yeah, sign us up, 100%. And she gave us like a plan and it was just so the what, best.
2: So if there's any mamas out there that are struggling with sleeping, yeah. let me know. I'll hook you up.
1: <clears throat> Let's put her information on the pod right now and then we'll charge her for an <laughs> ad. We'll just do that. <laughs> Be like, uh, we just gave you free advertising. Um, Do you mind me
0: putting that on Instagram? Oh,
2: no, that's so cute. Kevin,
1: Kevin, Kevin's, Kevin's taking little vids. Of I, Nick. I
2: mean, I thought you might take a photo, so I did put on a bra. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what a. Uh, I mean, so wait, you have her for a year. I mean, this is. I'm clearly someone who doesn't understand baby sleep schedules. Yeah, if you got sleep
3: issues, just send them our way and we'll just mask them as if they're Mickey and then she'll get them answered. (laughs) So Mickey was out Thursday night and Friday night drinking till three. Mickey had seven tequila sodas. He has a meeting on Sunday and he's not sleeping super well. What can (laughs) he do about that? Something started in Mickey's life about seven years ago where if
1: he has too many drinks, he wakes up early the next day and can't <laughs> sleep past it. What's going on with that?
3: Mickey's got a big meeting with his boss the next day and he's nervous about it and can't get to bed.
0: Uh. Um, Katie, I have a question. What? Uh, what? Because we're going to uh, do a review of episode uh, three, three from in Just Like That. How are you feeling about episode one and two? Yeah. Have you watched three?
2: I did. We Wait, watched three last night. Okay. How,
0: how do you? How are you feeling about the series as like the super fan more than we were? Like you, you've lived with these characters forever. How are you feeling? I feel. And you, you however you feel.
2: I feel good. I was, a, I was very afraid. I was afraid it was not going to be mm-hmm. good. Like mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. I think based on the second movie, I just was worried about the writing. Um, The fact that I knew Natasha was going to be in an episode, Mm -hmm. I was like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel better about that now. I feel like the beginning of the first episode was a little clunky. Mm -hmm. I think as things are Mm -hmm. when they like are kind of like, we have a lot of stuff we have to get through. And they really did with like COVID, with Samantha. But then I feel like I eased into it and I was like, okay, I'm loving this. And it's so good to see a show about women in that age mm-hmm. bracket who are embracing getting older, who are talking about getting older. I kind of loved the scene with Miranda in the first episode. Cause I just thought like, I think that's a lot of people like navigating this world that we're living in and, and trying really hard to be correct and, and, and understanding and, but then like failing so miserably mm-hmm. in such a cringeworthy way. Um, yeah. I, I, kind of had seen that peloton had made a statement Mm -hmm. about the first episode and so i thought someone was gonna have they were like we didn't know our peloton was gonna be used like that and so i thought someone was gonna have sex on the peloton Mm. so i was really waiting for that and then when big died on it i was like oh that's not what i was anticipating but i had so funny. did you cry
1: I'm did. i looking at a text message from the from because we all watched it together the first night and you were here and you and I were texting back and forth so you could like send me reads of the episode and it just I was like hey can you send me this and the text just says yeah and then there's another text that is literally right after that it just says big with three (laughs) exclamation points and then tons of crying emojis and then you were like. He waited for her to die. I'm a mess. I didn't see that coming.
2: <laughs> I really was, I really I, didn't. Yeah, neither did we. And maybe that was foolish. I don't know. But I, I also got pretty choked up in the second episode when like, oh, I'm going to cry thinking about it now. Um, mm-hmm. When like Miranda like leaned over and like was spooning her in the bed, just like the mm-hmm. friendships have always been at the heart of the show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as you all know, I'm not a big fan. And mm-hmm. I, I think he treated her like shit. Mm-hmm. I think that he, the show, the fact that they ended up together isn't good and mm. because i think it has always kind of taught people like just keep waiting he'll change and mm. i don't think that's true yeah. but they didn't ask me
1: what would you think in the uh in the second episode when they're doing the montage of his life and then that one woman leans over and she's like is am i the only one that f- remembers that he was a dick to her all those years
2: i Kind of loved that she said that, yeah. but then also it was, it was Susan Sheridan and she like, oh
1: that was Susan Sheridan. Yeah, that said and then that. she like
2: came and had that weird conversation conversation, with conversation Carrie. which I guess was about when Carrie told her to leave her husband. I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, I thought I'm glad that that was put in there because he was a jerk, and I think it's yeah. interesting that in the third episode that they've kind of brought up like her having these feelings again coming up of being like. You know, I'm remembering all these insecurities and Mm. moments that I didn't feel good enough. And um, I mean, that would be horrible to have all that come back up as you're grieving the loss of your spouse. But
0: do you think Bitsy Von Muffling is having sex with these gay men?
2: Well, I made John go back and rewind it because I was like, I'm sorry. Are they trying to pretend like that is... What's his name? Who Nathan she, Lane. Nathan Lane. Thank you. Sorry. Mom brain is a real thing. Are they trying to pretend like that's Nathan Lane? And then, obviously, afterwards, they address that he had passed yeah. away. Um, but...
0: I mean, obviously, it's it's inferred that they have, like, an arrangement. But I just think it'd be really funny if she's just, like, having this wild sex. And the guy's like, ooh, let me eat that pussy. <laughs>
2: I mean, for her sake, I hope it's happening. But I hope
0: I don't know. I mean, I just hope Bitsy's getting getting it from somewhere. I thought that that was a strange. strange You hope hope that he's going Bitsy Muff
1: diving. That's what I was gonna (laughs) say. Bitsy (laughs) Von Muff diving.
2: Oh my gosh, Mickey looks confused. He's like, I didn't get that joke. What? I don't understand it. Yeah, um, I thought that was like a weird cameo. But, I, I, okay. Yeah,
0: I I, I bet there will be more. Is do we know is Aiden in the series? Uh, Corbett said he was.
2: Oh wow! So, oh you know, gosh! You Can't excited? Wait. Oh, love Just, Aiden.
0: Well, love um, Aiden. well, thanks, thanks for your update on the show, Thank on you your so life, and on your baby. baby. On your I'm pregnancy. so glad that you're water broke, and now we have this wonderful, uh, wonderful boy in the world. I know.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm looking forward to more episodes yeah. once um, we have people that we know that can babysit. Any of y'all want to babysit? <laughs> just putting it out there.
3: I just feel like that that story needed to be told. It's, it's, so, it's so great yeah. that it happened right at, right at the same time as Miranda.
1: We should talk and check in more as the series goes on to yeah. see your thoughts, too.
2: I would love that. I have a lot of thoughts, as always, and I love talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, bye, boys. Bye, bye. Katie.
0: Let's uh, let's go watch um, <laughs> episode yeah. three. Yeah. Speaking of
1: Katie, let's uh, let's hear let's hear Katie's read down of this episode. When
0: in Rome.
3: When, when in Rome. Rome. There are over ninety thousand people missing at any time, and over half a million are reported missing every year, and that's just in the United
0: States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case.
3: Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode.
2: Episode 3, When in Rome. Upon learning of a surprising development concerning Big's ex wife, Carrie seeks answers. Meanwhile, Charlotte worries about an unexpected revelation. And now, back to the boys.
3: And we're back. And we are. We're back, we
0: were just in. We were just in Italy. We're, we're literally. Our,
3: sto- our stomachs are hurting from uh, from Jay's stand-up routine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, just on on the on the uh, Mount Rushmore of comedy specials. We have <laughs> killing them softly, Dave Chappelle. What's the George Carlin, the seven deadly words bit or yeah, something? Yeah, seven, seven, S- words, you seven words you can't say. Seven words you
1: can't say. And then... Uh, and Chris Rock. Chris Rock, Bigger and Blacker. Bigger and
0: Blacker. And che Ramirez. Che, che, Diaz. Che, Diaz. che Diaz. Che Diaz. Che Diaz, check che the Ramirez. box. <laughs> wow, what a fucking special. We, we we should caveat this by saying, like, we... <laughs> we should caveat this by saying her special fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is this is Wait, what? hang on, hang on, Kevin. Are you
1: wait, are you about to get into it? Oh, yeah. what? get into what? Oh shit. Hold <laughs> on, hang
3: on. Oh. Hold on.
0: <laughs> is that trigger warning?
1: We got a couple soundboards trigger on this episode. Warning.
0: Okay. Before we this is just what Can I Can I say
3: one thing I appreciate. Oh, wait, about John, it. are you about to get into it? Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Is in this and this applies to
0: Shay <laughs> and Sarah Ramirez. Yeah. Yes, that's their name, right?
1: Yeah, this is their name. Yeah, that's yeah yeah. That's, so that's... Sarah
0: Ramirez, I looked on Wikipedia. She goes by she they, and you... then that
1: changed. Oh, did yeah
0: now now they are they. Okay, uh,
3: in
1: twenty twenty one she they changed. Yes, right? and
3: so I appreciate. I'm very confused when it's she and they. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know which. Mm-hmm. 'Cause that's just one to use and, and can not you, say her. Can you use her? Well, so I, so also
1: someone on our someone commented on our Patreon uh-huh. and said uh Sarah Ramirez uses they then. them, I think is what they commented. And
3: like I appreciated that in their special is that I I get confused by that by some of that stuff yeah. sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I understand I I wanna I wanna call someone whatever their preference is. Sure. Yeah. I have no issue calling yeah. someone Whatever their preferences, yeah. Uh it's just sometimes it's conf- it's confusing for me, especially when it's she slash they. Yeah. Cause then what can you do about her? Yeah. I know we referred to Chase's character and Sarah as a her. Mm-hmm. And that I, I appreciated that in that stand up special, she was like, It's better to be confused than to draw a hard line. And I, th- I appreciated that.
1: I think th- I think that everything you just said, John, qualifies as a
3: <laughs> woke moment. Did you make that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, But but, this is this, Kevin. Kevin Rip it apart. No, this is uh, uh, release the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I think this I think that it's very hard to execute. Uh, like, there's lots of shows like uh, Crashing and Seinfeld, obviously. Mm -hmm. And there's it's even if you're a proficient stand up comedian, it's hard to execute. Stand up within a story. yes yeah. Sarah Ramirez is not a stand up, and you can tell even in the way of like you can act like it, but you're not right. a stand up. So if if this was if this character was played by Ali Wong, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like let's fucking rip apart Ali Wong because she's one of the great stand ups yeah. working right now. Right, it's just it's funny that it's like the way they even went about this. It was just like you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, it's I have a question for you. What Miss Mazel done very well.
3: Although is, che- that, is she- that because Miss Mazel is written by standup? Like there are
0: standups. I mean, Jen Kirkman. Kirkman, Kirkman on writes Maisel on, on Maisel.
3: She, yeah, she's a hilarious standup comedian. But uh-huh. what? Because obviously they Chelsea
0: had- Chelsea Peretti has a great joke that she did at the uh, Writers Guild Awards. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she <laughs> said uh, she was like, "The writers of Miss Mazel are here. It's so brave of you." To do a show set uh, about stand up <laughs> set in a time when comedy wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> May- Maisel, I think, uh, does a good job because there is the distance of like you're not supposed to li- like the- Sarah Ramirez's special, Che Diaz's is special is supposed to be something that comes out on Netflix currently yeah, and yeah. is good, and yeah. that's not the case. Right, Nanette was good, mm-hmm. but but Nanette wasn't fun. Yeah. And and I think they were trying to be like w- what's the fun version of Nanette? But right. the reason why Nanette was good is cuz it was like emotionally raw in a way and also got some of those points across. Yeah. But I just I just thought it was funny. But I I was I would have been predisposed no matter oh, what. Oh, so you thought it was funny. I thought it was I thought it was funny how bad it was. <laughs> I think
1: I well I also think I also think like when we talked about this, I think we talked about this last episode, but that's why you see so many times in a movie or a TV show when someone is making a big dramatic speech, when when someone's doing a thing that you're seeing a performance of a lot of times, that's when they do the thing where, they cut to music and you just see them doing it, but you don't hear them actually doing the thing. Yeah. Cause it's better in your mind to imagine mm. a good comedy special. It, they could, they could have done a better job pulling that off. If you just saw the end and her just being like, good night, thank you everyone. And then the characters but, later being like, she was so good, but you don't have to see them try to make her good. Yeah, Cause then it's like in your mind, you're just like, Oh, she's a successful stand-up. Cause that's, it's it, you're right. It doesn't ever work. And it's also even the same thing when, They put a real band in a TV show Mm -hmm. and have them play a song and then have them have the band walk off and it's the real band members. And it's always awkward. They're like, hey, thanks for coming to the show. You guys want to get a drink? And it's like it never feels even even if it's like even if it's Tom Petty. Yeah. I mean, Tom Petty's in Almost Famous Smoking Pot with uh, them. And it and it only. Oh, it's him and Mitch Hedberg, I think. Oh, wow. No. Maybe Tom Petty's not it. Anyway, my point is, it's only normal when you don't see someone trying to do the action. Yeah, like I even think in crashing, it was awkward. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's and and that's like mostly stand up. It was
0: it was awkward and funny people. Yes, it was awkward and funny people. Because Jonah
1: Hill, Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen, Aubrey Plaza when she auditioned for that, who's like hilarious and an amazing actress, but was never she did improv, not stand up, and she had to. They did make her go out and do stand up before, yeah. and like had to send in tapes of her doing stand up because like, and it was, I don't remember if hers was specifically
0: awkward, but a lot of people's were awkward. It's a that. hard that that's the thing that I find slightly offensive in the writing mm-hmm. is that is that oh you're triggered I'm triggered I'm I'm triggered as by a stand up I think I think that it's it's funny to. As as a (laughs) as an unsuccessful stand up comedian, to be successful is so like to to just like take an art form and be like we can act our way into this being good, it's just like it's such a funny thing to do. Bobby Lee, who does the podcast with with Che is a real real stand up comedian Mm -hmm. and it just seems like I think a
3: successful podcaster, he has Tiger Valley, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I think the smartest thing they could have done that would have rung true. And listen, right in, if you guys were like, I actually liked it because she did make some good points, but that was the thing. It was like, the whole thing was a platform for her it to give points. her good points about right. mm-hmm. about current culture, which that's what it was there for. Yeah. But um, I think a more interesting thing that would have even been more true to the spirit of sex in the city was that if, if Che Diaz's character was not as successful mm-hmm. and was like, Here's this non-binary character that like yeah. has this t- podcast that is like really authentic and really interesting. Yeah. That's more Carrie Bradshaw mm-hmm. and also like go to not her Netflix comedy special, go to a fucking basement bar mm-hmm. where There's like real stuff. Three
3: of cups. Yes. One episode down there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Like, like, yeah. Have her doing open mics to prepare for a thing or even just trying to get a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: you could, I I just think that would even bring more authenticity to the character and to the spirit of New York. Mm -hmm. I've been to Netflix tapings or like comedy special tapings here. And that's like a thing you could do anywhere. But like there's comedy that happens in basements everywhere in New York. And that's like, yeah, wouldn't there have been a bunch
3: of camera people in her face if, if it was a Netflix taping as well? <laughs> yeah. there, there what were if n-
0: right at the end, they're like, we got it. They're like, fuck, we forgot the cameras. <laughs> no, but there I were think, no cameras. I, I right. think, and this is
3: obvious, what they used Jay's special for was a, a Miranda reaction. They were using yeah. it for yes, Miranda absolutely. to get pumped up and made self-aware. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it wasn't as funny. It was more uh educational and informative mm-hmm. than anything and Miranda it, it, it moved her and that's what I think it was there for. Yeah. I don't think it was necessarily even meant to be what are you what are you queuing up? <laughs>
0: Oh wait! So when there's a woke moment, did they call the police and have the person arrested? That's yeah. just, that's the air raid siren coming uh, and <laughs> telling you that there's going to be a woke moment
3: happening. Uh, I, I, I should have th- done the
1: woke moment before. I'm gonna Johnson. go through a
3: brief a brief rundown of what happened. Okay. The episode starts with um, the three tops table, great scene with Carrie, Charlotte, and Stanford, uh, and Stanford kind of pushing against Charlotte about not being in the inner circle. Uh, then we go to the will signing. Um, or is the will signing before that? No, the will signing is before the lunch. The will sign is before and that. And yeah. we realize that Natasha was left a million dollars from John uh, James Preston. Um, Carrie then tries to, like guess her his password. He she gets like really obsessed with uh, why, mm-hmm. and uh, she you know she uh, wants to understand it. Meanwhile, Wait, did she sh- figure out the password? I don't think so. Okay. Isn't it just Gogi twenty one or yeah, Gogi eighty yeah, yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the dog. Yeah. <laughs> but have they have has she used it yet? Like I don't know if she has. Yeah. As soon as they, they held up the Gogi picture, I was like, oh, it's definitely that's the password. Yeah. Um, then we have um, Charlotte with her daughters, and one of the daughters tells Charlotte that she doesn't feel like she's ever been a girl, uh, and Charlotte falls off the bed and classic kind of slaps like Charlotte way. Um, we cut to Miranda and Steve kind of living their life and they show that they're just kind of Netflix people. They just kind of sit around and watch TV, mm-hmm. have an ice cream bar, which looked like an excellent ice cream life? bar. Uh, look, I mean, oh. she, they had, they had malt balls, they had chia seeds, mm-hmm. they had all the good stuff. What are chia seeds? <laughs> Steve is very confused about, a chia seed? Chia seed? Miranda. Brandon, oh it's sprinkles che- on my ice cream. What's the
1: cheese? You know in Boston they call sprinkles jimmies. <laughs> is that true? It yeah. is. They call them jimmies. Some people say that it's uh, it's not a correct term. They don't know where it came from. Yeah, Here's the thing. Even if that's the Wait, case, why is that not correct? Uh, I think some people has it Pete Holmes talks about it on his podcast. I think some people thought it had racist origins, mm. but I also think that people have not proved that
3: unwoke moment <laughs> um <laughs> then we cut to anthony's business the sourdough hot hot guy sourdough delivery yeah. yeah and he's with um charlotte and rose and charlotte confides in anthony that rose uh doesn't identify as a girl and anthony kind of takes the traditional route and mm-hmm. is like you know when she was sick she thought she was a dog and charlotte's like yeah I laid out water for her and he was like she'll grow out of this phase so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens with that um Then Carrie goes to Natasha's office uh, and sits in front of a comically large painting. Did did you guys notice that? (laughs) Yeah. It it felt like that scene in Royal Tenenbaums. It was uh, the big sheep on the the big sheep painting. Yeah. It was a very Wes Anderson style. Uh, That was pretty
1: funny. Well, because she works for a cashmere place, right? And so that's why it was that big thing. Yeah,
3: Carrie has a great great scene where she's talking to – there's like some hijinks that happen with Natasha – She's like, I feel like I always felt with Big, I wasn't enough, and now mm. I still feel like I was never enough. Um, and then she accidentally busts in in her walking journey on <laughs> Natasha taking a piss in the Upper West Side, taking a taking a D in a Panera. And then they they do their apologies with each other, which is pretty. Well, we'll talk about that. And then um, we have we have Che time, Chase Chase special, and it ends with. Miranda and Che shotgunning uh, some weed with each other Mm -hmm. and Carrie. And just like that, I walked myself home. Yeah. I'd like to start with Harry. I'd like to start
0: with his piss stream.
3: Okay.
1: It's a strong
0: stream.
3: Strong stream.
0: (laughs) I thought that when uh, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? It's so And then when he mentions it, I'm like, I'm so glad they didn't just ignore it. Yeah. Well, that that was not just the sound. I was like, I was like, "This is like too loud." He's, he says, "A lot of men my age can't pull off a stream like this.
3: Count your blessings. <laughs> Count <are> your blessings." <laughs> Does coffee too?
0: affect your stream? How do I have that strong of a stream when I'm his age? I wonder. Wanna... Oh, I thought you were talking about right now. Well, um, I don't know. You're... I just, I just wonder what you need to do to have to retain. Can we
3: get a stream doctor up in here?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's called I mean, a that's... urologist.
3: <laughs> right. I just like let's to get go a, stream
1: doctor. Let's get a s let's get a stream trainer. You get a sleep trainer. Let's get a stream trainer. They train your stream to be better. Um, yeah, I mean, he did have a it reminded me, you know the Adam Sandler thing on the early Adam Sandler album, The Longest P. Yeah. Do you remember that? It yeah. was kind
3: of like the longest P. I feel like. He also brings up a good point where Charlotte's like, Harry, I'm in the bathroom. I'm talking on the phone. And he's like, Yeah, it's the bathroom. I got yeah. the right I of got way. Like. I'm at Panera now and I have to go. What do you like? What do you want me to do? I'm kind of changing my tune
1: on, I think in the first episode I was like, I don't know. Charlotte and Harry's life seems kind of boring. I think they're like, I think they're the best like grounding of the show right yeah. now. Yeah. Like I feel like they're I like when he was peeing behind her, I knew it was set up for comedy, but I was like, this makes total sense. They've been married for 20 years now. Yeah. Of course he's going to walk in and pee. Yeah. And then, you know, she's going to say something about it, but he's yeah. like, you're in the bathroom. Yeah, it's you're the morning. Carrie while I'm on the phone. Yeah, Exactly.
3: Um. Let's uh, so here are the, diff- the four different storylines we have to explore. Mm-hmm. I guess we have Miranda, Steve, we have um, Che, which we've kind of talked about a little bit. Yeah, we have the Carrie hunting down Natasha, and uh, we have Charlotte and her daughter.
1: With I, Che, with Che, we also need to revisit it to talk about Miranda. We talked about well, Che special. We need to talk more well, about Miranda and Che.
0: Sure, let's talk. Let's talk Miranda. Okay, Miranda. Hey, Miranda. Um, she's clearly going through a midlife crisis. She's yep. she, the alcohol is a problem, which was called by a lot of people. A lot of people saw that. Yeah. yeah.
3: Is um, it, Well, I, I guess is you this, mean a lot this, of people is, saw that in the first episode. A lot of people predicted that. I had a friend yeah. text me being like, I think Miranda's is going to have an alcohol problem is when does in your experience, I'm sure there's a scientific thing we could look up, but like when does alcohol become a problem for someone? I, I, from friends that, that,
1: I know who are sober. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them just don't drink summer in the program. Yeah. They have said when it becomes something you can't control when okay. you can't stop. Cause I have like definitely talked to people and been like, it's been a, you know, it's like, Oh, it's holiday party season or whatever, or, you know, whatever. And they're like, okay, well if you, if like, I, I had a friend who's in the program and stuff and he was like, you were able to pull back and be like, I think I'm good. I think... And now, I mean, I think there is something that what people call like a dry drunk when someone's just like, I haven't had a drink in 10 years and then they just relapse hard. And I think that's part of like... What AA is like talking the think talking about. The well, isn't a dry it?
0: drunk someone who they get sober, but they never dealt with under. That's what that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They yeah, never yeah. dealt with what?
1: They never dealt with like the underlying feelings got that it. drove okay. them to
0: substance abuse. But got it.
1: Yeah, I think. But I, from what I've heard from people, it's like when you when you do not have control over it anymore.
3: Because Sex and the City dealt with alcoholism. There was the guy that Carrie saw who was like <laughs> mm-hmm. a drunk who made him and like, and like yeah, she made him relapse. And although Miranda. Went to the bar before school and had a drink before the funeral. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing, like, she, it seems like it hasn't been impacting her life yet. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing that I find interesting because, yeah, see, seeing someone drink all the time like that, like, there can be signs of that, but I do wonder what it would be like to, and I would hope this happens because I do think alcoholism and, having a drinking problem and stuff is more than just like, like, can I have a shot? I'm going to do a speech. Mm -hmm. That's like, and I think it would be really weird. Like you don't really see Miranda at Like if you saw her like day drinking at home and yelling at Brady, you'd be like, fuck, right? you know, like, cause cause that's where I wonder where, where they'll go with it. But she definitely has it. I mean, Charlotte is the one that is like, I think she has a problem, and Carrie's more in her own world, right? Of Carrie's being yeah. like, mm, Carrie there. doesn't have time to worry about Miranda's other humans' problems. Her husband through, died. Her husband died. They did. They yeah. Her husband died, and she's she's sleuthing around New York. <laughs> her husband died. She's like
2: she's the fucking detective Pink Carrie exactly. San Diego over here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Carrie San Diego.
3: Where in the world? Is Carrie, Carrie San Diego dressed very similarly, right? Big hats, flowers yeah, big, big hats, flowers Big trench jackets
1: I do Yeah, but I think <laughs> I, I think Carmen San Diego was so hot
3: She was She was that's, hot That's, part that's of that's her hotness was
1: part, part of her hotness was her mystery though She was a
3: criminal, right?
1: Yeah, she was a, Even kid, makes her even
0: hotter There's a kid show <laughs>
3: exactly. now There's a kid show now Where she Carmen San Diego Was like misunderstood She was trying to stop the crimes The whole time
0: Oh, shut up don't fucking take her hot. Don't, don't, don't make her be Don't make her be bad, like a bad girl. Uh oh. I want a Man. bad girl Uh-oh. who God does crime. Looks
3: like Carmen Sandiego. Got you triggered. Oh,
0: you're gonna take Carmen San Diego from me.
2: Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> like how we
3: we are not a successful podcast. We no. Are, no. But like, I know successful podcasts. And they don't have, like, a room of three producers behind a glass wall. like, like I know. Well, you made about.
1: a good point when we were talking about it that's the other so night. It's so funny. Where it's like, it's, that's a serious XM show. Yeah. It's yeah. not a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we know like there are comedians in New York who have serious XM shows and they are like, oh yeah, I do a show on XM. They're not like my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like they probably also do a podcast and they call that a podcast. Yeah. We're sitting in a room in John's apartment right now. Yeah. Like we made our own coffee. <laughs> like, the we're, yeah, it's not like a freaking, it's not like the newsroom or something like that. <laughs> That's just like, just like what her like, podcast like four is. producers back And then the there. producer's just like... Shh, that was a very good joke. That was, a really, <laughs> that was a really great
0: goof, Che. I know. Good good job on the Carrie San Diego. That My earbuds right now, they're just like, that was good reference. Are there are there other uh, yeah. criminal masterminds gallivanting around the world to reference? Hey, hey Kevin, maybe
3: don't mention that you took a shit in Panera again, okay? Let's <laughs> sponsor that was, this was the other one. podcast we did. <laughs> Oh, that was, wanna, that get was. on our Patreon and hear oh. the
0: story about how b- before Candace Bushnell's one woman show, That's I right. went took a shit at Panera. I forgot about that. That's, <laughs> That's not on this one. That wasn't that wasn't. That's
1: usually, yeah. Wow. That's what you're
0: missing out on. our Patreon.
1: On Patreon. <laughs> no, listen, go to the Patreon and hear, <laughs> hear about that.
0: Well, uh, uh, Moran- wait,
1: well, you're talking about Miranda drinking. Uh,
0: Miranda drinking is, she, it's kind of the interesting part about it is that she's having a multifaceted, uh, Midlife crisis yep. that involves her family, mm-hmm. her love life, her job, and her drinking. Go ahead. You called it. You said
3: Miranda was going to be the one that cheats.
0: Yeah. Because you said. Did you say that only, before the, the only, series started?
3: Miranda's the only one who hasn't cheated yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's In
0: true. You know right to the side of her pretty little phone and four wheel drive. Before she cheats, Carrie Underwood.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, next time.
3: Um, there, Maybe next time she'll There's a stand up bit about like how like young, impressionable girls should not be listening to that song. <laughs> like the last thing you want to do is go to like your drunk
0: hick boyfriend's house and destroy his car. Yeah. yeah. That is true. <laughs> just it's like, Bill Burr. Sees a text message on there and then just goes and bashes into the entire yeah. car and you go to jail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, I did uh I did call it. I also uh, b- I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard because I also, you also gave a one hundred percent guarantee that Marin. Kim Cattrall would be in this episode.
1: <laughs> I thought, I thought too, and there is a ton of Samantha talk. Wait, I want to say one thing about Miranda real quick. As we were talking about, like, I don't know where the alcohol stuff will go. I sort of wonder if they're going to have weed be her savior. I don't mm. know,
3: but what do you mean by that? Like, like, well, she's gonna... I
1: mean she she has had you know, so her and Che had that
0: one thing. I know people that do that that stop drinking and smoke sure. weed and yeah. live much healthier lives.
1: Mm. Yeah, you know, totally. I mean, I think that her and Che had that one thing, and I think that will qualify as a
0: toke moment. Toke moment. <laughs> toke. <laughs> toke moment. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, the best part <laughs> is like
3: for those of you who are imagining how we record our podcast. <laughs> there's no producer. That's just Corey holding up his phone. Yes.
0: To his red microphone, <laughs> We're using voice memos. Yeah. Using voice that's memos. That's not our producer saying, "Well, that's really good." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good move. Um, but I do
1: think that there's a thing where it'll be. I I I think she's got to have.
0: There's got to be some sort of intervention. They keep teasing it so hard. Well, that first episode with, with on the Peloton is when. Um, Mr. Big had his croak moment. Oh gosh, I wish, <laughs> I, I wish the... ribbit ribbit ribbit. <laughs> Dude, we
1: listen. There's a folder on my computer now called Soundboard, and so that's where all these are going. And we're gonna build a full soundboard. We only got three today. Yeah, we we'll have
0: more. This is this is what this is, is it? The... What's our podcast called? X and Y and everything in between or something? Something like no, that. Yeah, check the that box. sounds that sounds like a very catchy <laughs> title. X and Y and
1: everything in between. It's yeah. a long ass title. Um, um let's th- talk about Oh, you, did you have the to thing I was going to say about Miranda is like I think it's interesting that she is in midlife crisis mode clearly and she's using alcohol mm. and hiding it. Yeah. Um, I heard a very wise person one time a therapist say uh, every what is it? Every Addiction is an aberrant way of getting a legitimate need met, mm. and so Miranda is like using drinking, which would make sense because Steve's like checked out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see if she keeps drinking after if anything happens with her and Che, because it it's almost like will this like fix her? Yeah, fix the malaise that's happening in her life, which. I don't know. I I I think that they're really setting up Miranda. I just feel like they're making her just look super naive, though. Like yes. I, I yeah. know that yes. she needs something in her life because, like, you know, when it, it, you get to middle age, you have an older kid, you've been married for forever. Like, I I get that, you know. Real midlife crises are real, but they're just like her, just being like, Oh my gosh, Jay just blew my mind, and then being like, Yeah, okay, you can shotgun into my mouth. Like, so there's so many things that it's like, uh, Yes, there's realism even, there, but they're just there. Even
3: when she went, like, to she's being do- very sharp when she I went like. to the doorman and she like held up her arm and then like held up the other arm. I just, was yeah, like, that doesn't feel Miranda
0: to me.
1: I, she, yeah, it's a little, it's a little too. Like out of it a little yeah. too waka waka.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, I think like that's the thing with Miranda that is a little frustrating right now. It's like you can have all that stuff and still retain your y- your strength. Like I, I just think her going back to college. It, like she could be doing this all while being a high powered lawyer or getting her firm off the ground mm-hmm. and bringing other people into it or combining with another firm. Mm-hmm. But it's like that on top of her just. Like only experiencing like crisis and learning moments mm-hmm. is just not necessarily true to to Miranda. I yeah.
3: guess. Um, let's talk about Carrie. Okay. Yeah, because the, the the this episode spent the most time I think with Carrie walking around the city. Um, it, there was a funny line she said, like, did you know that hundreds of people wake up at 6 a.m. and go running?
0: Yeah. And yeah.
3: everyone has a dog? Yeah. Um, and it, it was kind of fun to see her in different parts of the, of the city. She was up in the Upper West Side, she was in Central Park. I feel like she probably would have walked to the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. If you're, if you're like on a, on a, on a spirit walk, yeah. You're definitely going to walk over the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge at least once. Yeah.
0: You know, this. the saddest part when something like really tragic happens. Um, the, I think the saddest thing when something, when someone dies, especially, or a breakup or something, whenever you have those like moments where if you keep on doing something, you're distracted and then you stop and you're like, oh yeah, that person's still dead. Or yeah. like, oh, mm. that relationship's over. This isn't going to fix it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you need like, you'll like go out to dinner and like, dinner's great with like three people and then everyone goes home and hugs you and like, this was a great night and then you're back to being by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like I totally related to Which
3: is why which is how the how the episode ended. She can't be in her apartment anymore. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. she goes back. She needs some change. Yeah. yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. Which that was that that was a powerful um I don't know. Those that, that was one of the better parts of this episode. Her walking back to being like, oh yeah, the old house that we know and love. But it wasn't just like, I want to see what the old place is like. It's like she needed to yeah. to go back to it.
1: What about, uh, let's talk about the her and Natasha stuff. I yeah. mean, it was definitely <laughs> Carrie sleuthing around, like you said. I do think it's a very shocking thing to find out at your at your will settlement. That 100%. This woman, that, this woman that, you know, has, it seems like, from what Natasha told Carrie, like, we haven't spoken since then, I know, that seems like that's at least been out of their life for 15 years or yeah. more. And then to just be like... She's getting a million, like right. that is, that is like Which ridiculous. Also
3: shows where they are socioeconomically. Where where I mean, and we know this, but yeah. where Charlotte's like, it's not even like after taxes, it's, it's only four hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's not that much. Like, yeah. like kind of making trying to reduce how much money that actually is. Yeah, uh, but
0: that that would be in, insanely shocking to <laughs> go through. Yeah, absolutely. And then she was like, as Carrie Bradshaw, she was like. <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah, like, which how is did a this valid happen? question. Yeah. We, I'm going to go investigate. And then the rest of the episode was this. Hmm. Let's find out where Natasha works. <laughs> here's My an, name's Professor Clouchot Bradshaw. Here's an
3: unusually large painting. <laughs> Hmm, here's a vacant bathroom door.
0: Oh, really? She's in Italy, you say? <laughs> then who the fuck is in that window? <laughs> oh, shit, she's looking at me. Ah! <laughs> you know how great it would be is if. Um, should I keep it? Right yeah, now? just keep it going. <laughs> what yeah. would be really great is if she got caught looking in the window. Dude, this saxophone so slaps, man. So good. What would be so great is if she. Um, she sees her, and then they cut away and they go around the corner, and then they come back with the Sex in the City 2 burkas on. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, That's did not learn their lesson at all. They're just, just like, like, come on, gal. I mean, yeah, they, they went back to the original uh, apartment. You know, we had Bitsy Von Muffling, you know, oh and we're doing a reference gosh. to the burkas in Sex in the City 2. Oh my gosh.
1: Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> Um, I thought the I thought the actual conversation with Natasha was played pretty well. I think the Natasha character uh, is just like that poor downtrodden woman. You know, it's just like it's it. She's got to just be like, "Will you stop digging this grave up for me? Yeah. Like, stop finding me." And she was actually very gracious. Mm-hmm. And and I will say like it was played pretty Carrie, you know, Carrie's like, which it, that was an actual, that was an actual like coincidence when she found her in the bathroom. But, um, but I, I mean, I will say (sighs) Carrie, Carrie apologizing again. I think that's pretty real. I think like, you're like, I haven't seen this person in 20 years. Maybe, maybe you're better off, you know, maybe that was more, it was definitely more for Carrie, but, to just have a little closure to say, also for that, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. And then it was very big of Natasha to be like, thank you for saying that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did I did think as wacky as the storyline got, it actually ended with, I thought it was like a powerful moment in the series so far. Mm-hmm. I thought was it was like, too. Man, both these people were married to this. And, and also it's kind of like, it's kind of interesting to not just they've done a good job at the funeral with like, he was an asshole to this person. But then even in this, it's like, wow, I ne- Did I know this person? I did, but they're always a mystery. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I do think that's kind of a brave writing choice rather than be like, we all know Mr. Big. We love Mr. some of you. Yeah. Don't. Like to have a character die and then something like this happen and you'd be pissed and you can't get the resolve. Like yeah. that's, interesting writing what you
3: think of the right the lawyer who was like on the phone <laughs> in an argument with his wife was like, that just
0: was...
1: was i couldn't tell if that was old school sex in the city hijinks or if that was like supposed to be like a miranda thing that it's like miranda is a better lawyer than him and yeah. then and then big's assistant was like miranda can you take a look at this
0: that's what's so funny i'm not trying to keep on going back we can just say but it's like moments like that that it's like what the hell is miranda doing at school to learn about human rights <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean when yeah. she reads that then she's just like Looks around and there's a bunch of 18 year olds. Yeah. yeah, it's like, why do people do that? I'll get online and I'll look, but I'm like, why? What are you learning about human rights? Like, it, I know that I'm not saying that sh- there's not stuff that she can learn, right? right. But like, when she's it, such a proficient lawyer, then you're like, it, it pulls the veil back. That you're do like, do we know what, what kind think? of lawyer she is? She's Cor- a corporate, corporate lawyer, law. I believe.
1: Okay, I thought she was tort reform. Maybe I'm just kidding. No, I right? mean, that's we just said that. that yeah, corporate. corporate law. Yeah, corporate law.
0: That's yeah, um, tortlet. What it's about what thing. about Charlotte Tortellini and uh, you
3: know a Rose, who now is telling Charlotte she doesn't. Uh, She's never felt feel, like a girl. never felt like a girl before, yeah. and doesn't want Charlotte to call her a girl anymore. And then, what do you think about Anthony's response? Uh, yeah. I, I think it's sorry. I asked you a question. and I answered it. I'm gonna let you you guys talk. I. I I I thought uh,
1: joke moment. Go
0: ahead. Trigger warning.
1: (laughs) I think that the way that they brought up, as has been in the series, I thought the way that they got into that conversation, it felt like a thing that they were like, "Well, we have to address um, gender gender questioning at some point." And so we are going to have one of the kids talk about it. It felt to me a little clunky the way they got into it. I think it is, it makes sense that it's one of Charlotte's kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny when she looked over at Lily and was like, Lily, you don't feel like a girl, right? And she's got on like friggin' pink headphones. And yeah. 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 Um, however, I do think, I, I thought Anthony's response was really good because it felt more real. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I when he was about to talk, I was like, I don't want this to be Anthony educating Charlotte yeah, on yeah. on well, Charlotte, this is what gender is. Like yeah. I didn't want I didn't want another Che Diaz stand-up special totally. to happen then. I thought it's very on brand for I think Anthony's character would answer that way. Exactly. Whether you agree with whether you agree with his assessment or not. Right. I thought it was an actual real exactly. Thing. And so I thought that was handled well in the case of the show. And then it allows us to play it out and see what actually happens with with yeah. Rose. But I yeah, think, I think I, that's, that's what I, I thought that was actual real moment.
3: Yeah, and I think if you look at like what Che is doing and now what this storyline is doing, they're kind of trying to accomplish the same thing. Yeah, and one of them feels really real, and mm-hmm. the other one feels very forced. Yeah, and that's why I I appreciated the story the story that is happening with Charlotte and, and Anthony because. Mm-hmm. When I first heard Rose say that and then saw Anthony and, and Charlie be like, can we go step outside again? I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to get educated as a viewer again. Right. And then to have him respond that way, it was like, oh, yeah. now this is actually an interesting story rather than just like like you said.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, I think, I think you're right because I think obviously you don't need to – like good characters come from reality and that's where – the Che Diaz thing is like, I don't see this person being real. And I know lots of older gay men that are just like salty old queens that yeah. are just like, I, I don't know. We had men and women and I was out sucking dicks. Yeah. Like I've literally talked to older gay men that are just yeah. like, I, I don't get the, like, I hear I hear more gay gay men just be like LGBT. What are all the things? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and being confused by those <laughs> things. So that's where I thought that was really cool. Um, and it's so true to Anthony and he, he's always been like kind of the politically incorrect character yeah, even yeah. on the old show. That's like, I say whatever I want, I'm kind of doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. He would have this business that it's like, <laughs> I could imagine this business, like getting in trouble for sexually harassing people that goes under. And he's like, what? I didn't, I didn't see the problem. Yeah. You know? I get, he's um, absolutely just like objectifying young, young, <laughs> yes. hot gay men. And, uh, and even in the first episode when, He's like, yeah, that's Black Charlotte. It's like, oh wow. Yeah. I was like, that is probably true to Anthony. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm sure if you're Michael Patrick King and and some of the other guys, they're older gay men. Like they grew up through you know, through New York in the eighties and nineties. So it's like, I do feel like that's probably the strength of being like, trust me, this is the way this person would talk. Yeah. Yeah. And you could feel that.
1: Yeah, I feel like
0: I feel like that.
1: There's a little alarm clock at the end now, uh, oh. telling you to wake up. Oh, telling, hey, <laughs> wake up! Oh, wake <laughs> up!
3: Wake up! That's what
1: Michael Patrick King
0: is like. So, I hope up. there's a
3: lot of people that like stopped, listening to the pod, maybe around season <laughs> like season three, and are coming back to check us out for, and just like that, And like these guys are just a soundboard
0: podcast. <laughs> <now."> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Yes, well, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> we, that is exactly what we are. That's right. Um,
0: all right, who else do we got to do? Um, um, Samantha. There's a lot 100% of is gonna be lot. in this
1: episode. You know though I there was so much Samantha talk. Um, yeah, was there
0: in this? Yeah,
1: they say it at the beginning. There's like more Samantha talk at the beginning and there's well in the in the in the um, little uh, trailer that they did before this yeah. episode, there's like a whole little Samantha section and it shows Carrie reading the text to her. But then there was there was some Samantha talk at the beginning of this. I'm trying to remember exactly what they said. Well, what but, we
3: can talk about also, and I think this is where they do the Samantha talk is is uh, Charlotte being threatened by Stanford in the inner circle. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, that yes, yes.
3: Was which is where I think they talk about Samantha.
0: Yes, and I think that like that was another thing that was one of the truest things on the show that it's like. You know, we always have to analyze this with like the writing and the truthfulness. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. kind of in this meta thing because it is a meta show and everything. But I was like, that makes sense. And looking back at the history, I could totally see how that would be real. Yeah. Even and also being like, it was great for it to be like a three top to four top i worked at a restaurant and then yeah, it's that was it's great. perfect <laughs> that he's wrong because i think everyone was on his side that it's like yeah you can't have a three top like it's yeah. just a four top right. and then he was totally right and just got slammed like i thought that, that was clever. that was really funny when he kept yeah. like getting
3: slammed yeah
0: yeah and um, i don't know when rip willie garson mm-hmm. um, i wonder if they were done filming and or if he missed anything, because I feel like that was a moment to be like, here's the, here's the four. Yeah. Like yeah. that was the little loose end to it. He mm. stood up for himself, um, which was always good to see Stanford do. Um, and then he does kind of fill that void cause he is like kind of salty and kind of like has like the good line one liners and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I just wonder if, I don't know when he passed away. In regards to when the show is. Have yeah. they
3: dedicated an, an episode to that? They'll probably dedicate at the end of the season. Probably maybe. So, dedicate yeah,
1: I didn't, that. we yeah. didn't see
0: anything with that yet. It's so sad. It's it really is sad. It's really, to see really sad. Yeah. It, it was, it's sad seeing him because he's so, I don't know, such just like a great character. Yeah. It's like those people become your friends when you watch it. And mm-hmm. f- for him, he was like, he played one of the great best friends in modern TV history. Yeah. You yeah. know? So
3: totally. it's just, and, and our, our, um podcast with him he was just super nice Mm -hmm. great great hang
1: one thing that i thought was really cool that they uh i think kristen davis put up a picture that uh his son went to the premiere with them that's cool and there's like pictures of this son there and they were like the fact that his son like flew out and stuff it's just that's it's it's really cool that they're like family like that
0: um
1: is there anything that we didn't cover I'm trying to think. Like it, en- it ends with her going to her apartment. So we we got that. Do you with- think the
3: rest of the? <clears throat> All right. Here's here's a question. Do you think we're gonna get the classic Carrie in the window of her apartment with her laptop? Yeah. I couldn't help but wonder at some point. Yeah. Um yeah. At least the laptop thing. I don't know if we'll get. I couldn't help but wonder. I think we will. You think we will? Yeah. Or, or is, I wonder. Does Sex and City have that have that trademarked and they can't use it in this show? Well, yeah, it's, the same. It's, it, HBO. it's
1: HBO and it's the same showrunner. So I think that they would, Yeah, I, I think they would be able to use it.
3: I think, I think they're, they're, they, well, we're, there might be different legal entities though. I,
0: I, I mean, I don't know. We How should about, ask, we should ask Miranda. Is, this yeah, is what I want to know. Like where is, what story is being told? Cause she's going to start dating. But I do think that there's kind of a story being told right now that she does. She's lost some of her identity as a writer and as a sex writer. Yeah. And is she gonna go back and be like, finally? I think they're building up, and they're building up towards Carrie is off kilter. And mm-hmm. I think she's gonna kind of come back to re origin story her, like, I found my voice as a writer again. Hmm. Because, and that's kind of a defense of like it's okay that the podcast is a little awkward it's okay that the stand up is a little awkward cuz these things aren't Carrie. Hmm. this is someone else's life and i feel like they're building towards her So i have a question another book. I have or, a question go ahead Is she going to move out to like Sag Harbor or is she going to
3: move away from the city Uh i think that she's staying in her old apartment Okay yeah. because yeah. that's that was what if if you haven't seen it yet that's what happens with Candace Bushnell's story Yeah, yeah. and you know Candace is modeled after Carrie Bradshaw Carrie's was, was yeah, it was Candace yeah. alter ego. Yeah. CB, um, CB, Charlie Brown, <laughs> Charlie Brown, um, caffeine Baker. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think, and, and Candace moved out to, to, um, Sag Harbor wrote her, is there still sex in the city? Yeah. Book. Yep. All her friends moved out. Talks there. about how all of her friends moved out of the city as well. So yeah, um, that was there. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, the, the only thing about that too is I think that her and Big, I think going out to the Hamptons would maybe remind her too much of her and Big, because uh, she was going to go out there with him. Did they have a
3: did it? Was it implied that they had a place out there? Or they Seemed were like renting they did. a place out there.
1: Okay. I mean, this made me. I didn't even. This kind of blew by me because I'm I'm, you know, used to watching it. But you're right. When they did the will signing, like, they have a. She has a ton of money.
3: She's she's got hundreds of millions of dollars. And right?
1: uh, yeah, and I think that like uh, I I don't think that she's doing her. Serious XM podcast for the paycheck because she needs it like yeah. I think it's just because you know she has to be who she is but right. like the fact that Big was just throwing out tons of money to tons of charities yeah. and then was gonna throw a mill to his ex-wife like and it didn't seem to bother her financially yeah it was more the the, the gesture the gesture that you know which is fine that she has not much money he's a big finance guy so it makes sense
0: but what's she do in season two she goes to write she goes what's her what's her career story there in season, in the
1: next season? after. In it,
0: season, no, in, in the second movie. Because in the first one, they get married. Right. And then they have the, the marriage problems, where he, mar- he yeah.
3: wants to go stay in her apartment
0: one day a week. Yeah, yeah. Still, is she still writing the column in the second movie? No, that's that's where I'm like, the thing that's missing is like, the the fashion is there. I mean, I, I do think some of the fashion is like, a little much at times. Like, sure. it almost, even as someone who doesn't have a big eye, I'm like... I'm like, I don't see people dressing like this anywhere. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. like when they were when they were trailing Natasha. <laughs> yeah. And they're like outside of her
0: office and they just kind of they yeah. were like
3: dressed to the nines. Yes.
0: And it's almost like weird, like Carrie's not always just dress in high heels. I guess the, the Carrie the, Carrie would the shoe be wearing thing was
3: cool. She'd be wearing uh, Lululemon pants 90% of the time if this were accurate. Yes. Yes.
1: In in well, modern New York. Yeah. That's that's one thing that uh I don't know if we talked about this off the pod, but I listened to the succession podcast Mm -hmm. and they talk about how they have a wealth consultant. And they were like, one of the things that like really rich, like you see this on succession. They're like, you're not blown away by like, Oh, they're at this place. Cause they were like, there's a lot of wealthy people that a lot of the places they go to are not as flashy Mm -hmm. because they like, they do go to nice restaurants, but like they are very specific about, the places they go to the places they are and they and they were like some of it seems kind of nondescript on succession because people that are in that level of wealth it's not like they're they're concerned of yeah, a, they don't a different kind seen. of optics yeah. yeah
0: yeah well but also patricia field isn't doing this season right and mm. there's like her style is like informed by punk rock and yeah. this cert, like certain downtown aesthetic that is not present in any of their outfits so far. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely more um, like, uh, what's uh, like Charlotte Roos, um, Michael Korsy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's these certain names. What's the one that um, Cynthia Rowley, like it seems like Cynthia Rowley type stuff, but it seems like everyone's dressing like Charlotte kind of. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. It feels like they're all, always at like a dinner party in the Hamptons.
0: Yeah. 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 And I, I don't know if that's just like, yeah, I don't know. They, okay. Oh, well, I, I just think, I wonder if Patricia field not being a part of it is informed by that. Cause she's, mm-hmm. um, you know?
1: Yeah. There's a, there is a lot of shoe focus, you know, cause we got the Carrie wedding shoes when big died. And then we also have, uh, all her walking around, they're like, yeah. "You walked around in those," and she's like, "These are my sneakers." Yeah, you know. And I so thought
0: that I thought that was cool because that it was, cool. was a, um, yeah, that was a that was a fun reference to shoes <laughs> that wasn't just like, "I'm gonna buy shoes." It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I Carrie Bradshaw walks around in heels, Marfarker.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, big question for y'all. This could be one of our ending questions. Um, there have been critiques online about the lack of sex in new sex in the city and they're, and like they're Steve and Miranda are Mm -hmm. talking about, they haven't
3: checking out Brady. And I was was going to say, like, well,
1: no, they've, some of the things have been like the only sex is Is Miranda's son. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you basically kind of have that. And you had big Big jerking off, big big jerking off, which I guess he did the day before he died. But like the day he died, right? The day he died. You know, the national song, the day I die the day i die i'm jerking off. off
3: i will jack off but um i'm doing peloton with allegra but I'm jerking with off big <laughs>
1: <laughs> she kind of looked like a telenovela star didn't yeah she? didn't she um so, the actual peloton instructor right mm-hmm. um okay so my, i guess my question is do you think that's going to change because it, or is that a comment on later life because like Miranda was like me and Big haven't. I mean me and Big, me and Steve haven't had sex in years. Yeah. Harry and Charlotte kind of. There's never a chance to talk about it. They're, they're in family they're, life.
3: They're in the bathroom pissing next to each other. <laughs> exactly.
1: He's a piss daddy.
3: He is a piss daddy. Um.
1: And then uh. And then you know, obviously Carrie is probably gonna start dating. I I think I know who she's gonna date. Who, Do you who, guys know? Aiden. Nope. Podcast producer. The dude who the the silver the the salt and pepper dude who uh, leads. In. He's like good joke, Carrie.
3: Ooh. Okay. I think that there, there were, there were some. I think she's gonna date the lawyer who's having problems with
0: <laughs> his. wife. <laughs> 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 who's just a total bummer. Yeah. Um. I think that. I mean, this is this is an argument to like. Same with the rest of development. Same with like lots of things that it's like, if if you bring something back, you're gonna lose something. It's like, well, guess what? People like fucking more when they're <laughs> younger. Right. Or we like talking about young people fucking more than <laughs> right. old people. Now, that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be represented, but it's like the whole conversation about it. It's like it's it is realistic yeah. that when Miranda was single, she was sleeping around and some guys like you need to lick my ass. Yeah. Also, and it'd be. Yeah, it'd be. You know, so I do think they're going to get into um, like some vibrators. Some lesbian stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, when you take Samantha out of the equation, it's you true. lose seventy five percent of the sex. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I think Carrie will have like I haven't hooked up in a person. I like have a one night stand and be like, Yeah. I think Rich Stein's coming back, oh, hot dude. off the West West Fourth Court. Dude, yeah. Rich Stein's still hasn't, there. hasn't hasn't even taken a shower. He's just sweating. He's like, <laughs> Let's go. I would love it if there's no way if Skipper
3: Skipper came back. I would love it. Could you imagine? That'd be amazing. I love just, Ben
0: Weber. I do too.
3: Yeah. Um, well, we got to do our Cosmo rating
0: for this episode. All right. Trigger warning. Um, I give this. Oh shoot, I gotta get mine. Two and a half.
1: I give it two and a half. Oh, I give it three point two five. This Ooh. is a, this is a new Corey. I'm going higher than everyone. Yeah. Um, I, I'll defend mine first. Um. That was totally instinctual <laughs> when you were like, "I'll give mine." I was like, "Shoot, I gotta pick a number." <laughs> um, but I was, but that is decidedly lower than the other episodes. Yeah, um, I think uh, there were good moments in it. Like I thought the the uh, uh, yeah, I thought the Natasha moment was great. Um, I, I thought it was very real. I thought the Anthony moment was real. There were some redeeming things, but also there's a lot of things about it. And also, listen, I will talk about this another time. But Che Diaz lighting up a joint in a New York bar every time. at like 1030 at night. I, that's like that doesn't happen. It like, doesn't people, happen. People smoke inside at four in the morning in New York bars after it closes down. Yeah, And people are definitely going to smoke a joint on the street or take it out of a vape pen. No one is lighting up no a full joint and blowing it into someone's mouth at 1030 at night at Webster <laughs> Hall. It never happened. Oh, was that Webster Hall? It was at Webster Hall, you know. I love that Jay Diaz is that's just like,
0: like the only time we're ever represented Non-binary people in media There's one of us and we're always sad And then it's like Finally there's a representation Of a happy non-binary person Who acts completely <laughs> unlike any real person oh And is bla- blazed out of their minds <laughs> Just high out of their minds oh, man. Anyway I mean it's like <laughs> It's so funny Y'all go ahead
3: um, no, it was it was two and a half. It was fine. It, it was like not my favorite episode. I'm excited. I, I think it's starting some. It, we're starting the conflict though. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, see yeah. what happens with Miranda. To we're gonna see what happens with Charlotte. Like Carrie kind of has some resolution with Big, and I think she can move on. So I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. And I think it's. I think the next episode is gonna be excellent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there's some cool wheels in motion, and also I hope that. I hope that our podcast talking about it, like I'm having as much fun or more fun watching this Mm -hmm. than, then, you know, it's like when we watch some of the worst episodes, maybe in like season five, it's still fun to engage and like use your mind to be like, why don't I like this? Do Mm -hmm. I like this Mm -hmm. and why? And so even though this was not my favorite episode and I think there's like a lot of frustrating things, it is pretty fascinating feeling to be like, Oh, I have to give my opinion on this and it's our opinion is not informed by this like yeah. fan base before. Yeah, yeah. So it's been fascinating checking in with myself of being like, what is bothering me right, right. now? And, mm. and, uh, and I don't know. It's, it's, I hope, I hope that it's fun to listen to our breakdown of it cause we're doing our best. And, yeah. uh, and I, I, enjoying this conversation yeah
3: and send us questions send us your thoughts <laughs> send us stuff that you uh want us to
0: talk about
3: yeah. as always if you haven't subscribed subscribe leave us a comment uh or leave us a rating on itunes yep. yeah we've Join been our getting
0: patreon a, we've been getting a bunch lately and it do all
3: the shit a lot
1: do all the stuff check all the boxes check friends. all the boxes look uh someone someone hit us up the other day and said um do do you guys still take voice memos? Yeah, and leave us a yeah, voice we memo. Can do, absolutely do. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna well, do a, We're gonna do a podcast with uh, um, the guy who played Destiny. Um oh, yeah. hit us up. Oh yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, hit us up, and then we'll we'll do a call in one uh, soon. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, thanks everybody. Later taters. Later taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and
3: Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at BradshawBoys.com, on social media at TheBradshawBoys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.